Hello everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Praveen Krishnadev, who is the co-founder of Backspace Tech, which is a banking solution in new era of SaaS. Uh, hi Praveen, welcome to ELI. Hi Priya, good evening. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Great, 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 great. So uh, Praveen, uh, tell us a bit about uh, yourself, your background prior to entrepreneurship and uh, give us a context on what is Backspace Tech. And uh, to start with, also tell us uh, what is the meaning behind the name? How did you come up with the name Backspace Tech? Sure. So myself, Praveen, so before getting into my background, like uh, I just want to tell my co-founder's name as well. So one is Vishwanath. Uh, so I handle the execution. Vishwanath is co-founder come CTO and Karthik is like co-founder come CEO. So we are all like uh, friends, friends in the sage, I say, like 30 plus years of friendship. We know each other since our kindergarten, like that's how the journey started. So um, I'm basically a civil engineer. Then I did my master's in financial management. So before Backspace, um, see what I'll say, like this is like kind of a third startup. We started something in the year of 2014. It was called Greaseit. Uh, where it was a full stack automobile application, where in case if you're stuck on a road with a broken vehicle, you'll find immediate tow service, mechanic shop, workshops like Redbus, you can go and book slots and leave your vehicle and everything. We launched the beta version in Play Store. We almost tried for one year. Then we got to know we were so ahead of time. Like at that time, cloud support was not there in India. Uh, pre-geo times right so there was no much internet connectivity and we had to host physical service which was costing around like one to 1.5 lakhs or two lakhs per month or however it is so Tavito, like at that time even the funding was not that big and vc culture was there but we are not much aware or something and we are all like uh, early kids like 23 24 years old uh just came out of uh, college and started working and uh, we were not earning much, right? And we had a lot of baggages, family, they, like we all had girlfriends, we had to get married soon, like a lot of stuff was it. So after a year of struggle, we got to know this is not the right time. Then we made a full stop there and we started focusing on the careers, like uh, individually, like I was here, then I went to Qatar and I was working for, for Chennai Metro here. Then I went to Qatar and I worked for Qatar Metro. Then I almost worked for Qatar Rail government for almost one year. I was there in Qatar for almost six, six and a half years. So meanwhile, by 2018, um, we got married. We all, we in the sense, myself, my co-founders, everyone got married. We slowly reduced our baggages. Like, okay, we just started removing families, commitments, everything. We are trying, we tried to settle each and every thing of uh, life. Then 2018, myself and Karthik started a company called Swan Dewatering Systems. So it is completely to civil way we do dewatering works as a service. So it's construction dewatering. At the time when we spoke with Vishwa, so Vishwa was uh, into BFSI. So he was deep diving into the works and he said he needs some more time to get out of work and get into entrepreneurship. Then we, th we thought like, okay, let's start something small so that uh, in future we can think in a bigger aspect or whatever it is. So 2018, we started something um and it is like called swan dewatering systems as i told you before uh so it is completely a bootstrap venture where i would proudly say in like almost five plus years of time now we are one among top five companies in india 
So currently I'm not taking care of the company, but we co we founded it, right? So we it's like on completely a self-defined, self-driven mode it is, right? So in 2020, late we got to know that company is gonna run. It's completely a word of mouth driven business and it really don't require us our, our complete time there. So I decided to come back. So Karthik started here. I was supporting him financially and technically from Qatar. So I used to travel every year, like almost five, six times and stay with him for 10, 15 days. Then we used, we started building that business in that way. So from there, by 2020, I decided to come back. Then I called Vishwa and I told him like, we have to think in a bigger aspect and let's get back to the tech dream, which we had. So this is like a small business, which we are operating. So let's do, let's get into the bigger vision. So we all believe like, we all carry the same vision. So like when we used to drive cycle, uh, we sit and used to dream about things like, I, I need to buy this kind of car. I need them. These are the guys like, yeah, yeah, we'll buy it. It's not that someone who come and cross question, we'll, we'll take care, we'll see that at that age or what. It was not the right thing. They're like chaddi buddy those. <laughs> um, even we choose life partners after comparing a lot of things. But these are like, we know each other like very very small age. There was no like requirements or nothing between us. It's like pure friendship. So that was the vision we carried. And uh, so then Vishwa gave me a pitch when I came back. And uh, Vishwa gave me a pitch. This was the thing. At the time, he was working in a company. He told then uh, we started, we registered the company called Backspace in 2020. So Backspace, the name came from that. So our initial thought process is like... Uh, so banking systems, we're all like, I had like completely, if you see India is ahead of, ahead than many other nations in banking system. But if you see the back end of banks, there are still a lot of legacy technologies behind. Right. So our basic aim was, so there should be a name which is easy, catchy, and people should remember. And it should not be somewhere like out of context, out of box. So ACM the inside laptop, what we can find. Then we were thinking like the aspect, so our primary motto is we want to build the backend of banks. It's not like something. So we want to erase the legacy in banking system and create something new. So you know there are two buttons to remove. Which one is like backspace, other one is delete. But delete vendorly we remove. Backspace is used to rewrite things. So that's why the name came backspace and it's like erase history and create innovation with the tagline. So that's how the whole journey started. And uh, to the, after 2020, we decided to bootstrap Backspace. Uh, so we thought we had some funds and everything. We tried to hire some freelancers. We spoke to a lot of product development companies. Then lately by 2021, mid or lately, we got to know this is a highly scalable business. And the time is so big. It like it will be tough. It's not like that it won't be, it's not at all possible. It is tough and we cannot reach or we cannot penetrate the market as far as if fast as uh, like a VZ funded or anyone funded company than a bootstrap because we, we already run a bootstrap company and we know how hard it's to handle the finances when the money is not around, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how the whole journey started. In 2022, we came out and uh, we asked Vishwa to resign and he came out and... Uh, so uh, coming back, so Vishwa was having similar kind of experience, almost 10 years building similar kind of products for blanks like Global Payments, HSBC, Pfizer, First Data, uh, Saudi Arabian British Bank. And from there, we got this idea. 
so yeah that's how 2022 we came out we met first the founders of m2p from there the journey started when we started uh, validating the idea then we we were started validating the product. Then we analyzed whether if we build a product, the market will consume this product. Once we got cleared with everything, we raised funds and we started fully operations from last August. So that's how the whole journey is. Right. So if, if you want me to get into what we are building. Yeah, we'll uh, get yeah. into that. Uh, so when you build a product company, uh, the first thing we talk about is what is it that you are solving for, the problem statement. So tell us, if, yes. uh, because banking is such a huge, uh, they have a lot of problems and uh, usually when fintechs uh, start, they start with the front-end problem. They solve for front-end, but uh, you have uh, you, you have targeted the back-end, which is a massive, massive thing. And the change is not so easy. Banks uh, are not very willing to, you know, replace their back-end with something new. So, you know, tell us a bit about the problem statement. What is it you are solving for? Change is the only not change. Like, for sure, there is change required in everything, right? So, the problem, so we, we discussed, I traded a lot of ideas. Like, even I was there in Qatar, we discussed about a lot of uh, remittance and different ideas. Then we stick down with chargebacks and dispute management. The only reason is, so to precisely say we are the first one to build a global product on chargebacks and dispute management. So what is this chargebacks and dispute management? I'll come to it. So post the transaction, if there is a dispute, like dispute in the sense, if there is a fraud or double payment or uh, you made an online purchase and you want applied for a refund and if a merchant is denying for a refund and you want to get the money back, you have to go and tell your bank that I... I want that money back. You have to charge back from the merchant. That's how the chargeback is, right? So this is how the chargeback works. So it's a big life cycle. So how about this? So if you want to get a chargeback or if you want to raise a dispute, you will call your bank through IVR or whatever the means it is. You try to raise a complaint or else you can have a mobile banking application. Maybe you can raise a dispute there. But end of the day, it triggers us an email and goes to a customer support. From there, they will take a complaint. If that is a consumer dispute, they will hold on for seven days. They will ask you for wait for three days or seven days or 14 days, depending on the tat or the issue. Then you again, you have to call back and tell them if the money is not processed, you want to raise a chargeback. Then they will get their problem into the dispute analyst where he analyzes the situation and he will log in into the network. Network is nothing but Visa, MasterCard, NPCI, Rupee, whoever the players. If it is UPA, it is NPCI. They will log in there. They will create a dispute there. From there, it will be taken by an acquiring bank's dispute analyst. Acquiring bank is nothing but uh, the bank which provides the POS machine. So we go and swipe our cards, right? So that that machine is called POS. POS machine. So or else uh, the QR code provider. So there is a payment aggregator like Bharat Pay, Apple Pay, or Phone Pay, whoever it is. And they are linked with the bank, nothing but an acquiring bank. So their analyst will take it from there. It goes to their customer support, then to the merchant. And the merchant has to respond back whether he's accepting the chargeback or not accepting the chargeback. The whole way the travel comes. So different levels, chargeback, the arbitration, arbitration. So the whole process, if you see, it is happening completely in a manual way. Mm -hmm. Right? So in 2020, RBI came up with a mandate called ODR, Online Dispute Resolution. Whereas what it is saying is like, as a customer, he should be eased to raise a dispute as well as there should be a system behind to handle the disputes in real time. Mm -hmm. That's what exactly we are solving. 
So we are building a product in the sense, uh, for example, if you say globally, there are banks, as I told you, Vishwa was building for banks, right? So these banks used to give these products, I won't say it's a software, okay? So they give it, uh, they hire like third parties like TCS, Wipro, Capgemini to build similar kind of products. Uh, they hire them as a third party and they'll ask them to build an in-house software for them, which will cost easily around like eight to $10 million where the building time will easily take two to three years right. because they have to hire the proper resource and do everything. So the whole idea was, why can't we give this in a SaaS so that it will be easily affordable for the banks or moreover, like faster GTM. They don't need to wait for years to build a product rather than depending or um, um, waiting for the service industry and believing the service industry. So if they have their own product, then system enhancement will happen. Not only in the payment space, even in the dispute space, that it, it will uh, expedite them to handle the disputes in real time, right? So that's how the whole idea came. Um, yeah, so that's what the problem we are solving. And uh, if I deep dive more into the product, what we solve. So if I give my product, uh, to a bank, for example, as a customer, if you want to raise a dispute, you just go to the mobile banking, you can select the transaction, you can raise the dispute, product will capture it, it will automatically validate whether the dispute is like with certain questions from you, it will validate the dispute based on the recent course or based on the evaluation criteria given by the network, it will file the case in the network itself without any manual intervention. Mm -hmm. So it is up to the bank to keep a make a checker action as well. For example, like bank ne decide kar diya. Like for example, up to ten thousand rupees, they don't want a dispute analyst to get involved. So if if the value is more than ten thousand rupees, it is a high risk category. They want an analyst to get involved and take a decision. We can keep a make a checker action. So it is up to them to leverage the tech. Whereas it will help. It will automate almost like seventy to ninety percent of the initial goal itself. So 70% automation is 100%, 70% is possible, 90% depending on the bank's business requirement or whatever it is. So when it comes to the acquiring side, so once they receive the case, they can connect the backend system of uh, the networks. So when I come, when I say the networks, so in 2018 itself, Visa and MasterCard exposed their APIs to handle disputes in real time. But whereas in India, if you see, there is only like, one bank who are using APIs and remaining all of the banks are still doing a file batch system. So they don't have connected to API. They are not connected to API. So we are the one and only product which is available in the market to help the banks to handle disputes in real time. So when it comes to acquirer, we'll connect the backend of the network through API and we'll collect those um, dispute uh, through APIs. Then we will validate it and we can send it to the merchant through different communication channel, even through WhatsApp, and we can get the response and it will be captured and be responded back to the network. That's how the process works. Okay. So uh, curious to know, take us uh, through the initial days, like how did you identify this problem in the first place? Uh, I mean, what was the process of, you know, uh, when an entrepreneur uh, thinks of building a product company, their first uh, shortlist ideas and uh, 
you know then then see if you have the resources and all uh, to make that product so how did you go about finding is uh, this idea in the first place and then what all challenges did you have to face initially to integrate with uh, all the banking systems and you solve a, a deep banking problem yeah true so to answer your first question so how did we finalize that this is the idea but we are going to work or whatever it is so thanks to vishwa so when we are discussing a lot of issues the first thing what we thought is like it will be hard to replace something which is already available but it is comparatively easy to give a product rather than replacing so when we when we are searching or when we are discussing about different ideas they were like something or something available in the market which we are trying to fix for but particularly for chargeback and distribution, there was no product available in the market. So this space was completely empty and it is completely a new category. But the problem is so big, so big in the sense, uh, for example, in 2021, out of 51 trillion transaction, almost like 33.5 billion was reported as fraud. So fraud is like one type of dispute or something, right? So that's how we identified and we got to know the term is so big. And um, this is the right product to start with. It's not like that we are going to only work on the area of chargeback and dispute management. So the first product from our end will be like chargebacks and dispute management. That's how it came in. And okay, when we started, so the initially our thought process was to bootstrap backspace, right? As I've told you, because uh, fund was not a big concern. And uh, so we thought like, okay, money can be managed. Uh, when we build the right product, we can sell it in the market. So once we started slowly analyzing about the product when we started so before building what we thought is we should validate the product right so um like we did a lot of research we spoke to a lot of people then uh, we tried to validate when we spoke some of the known connects in us uh, whether they are willing to see the startups so as you say banks are like big enterprises it's like it is not an easy like small scale business or something to go and sell right mm -hmm. so we want to ensure that the product will be used by someone so we tried to validate that uh, we told them that we are trying to build something and they were happy to see the product right because there is a big space and big requirement and they really want some change it's not like banks are now they are like welcoming the products in the market like everything is business and that is a mandate already and that is a requirement in the background so that's how the process started when we tried to bootstrap we tried to hire people through freelancers then we got no tech hire is not cheap tech hire is really costly like and it is and to be to be very frank we started our first we registered the company backspace in the swan the old company's office which is like made of like uh, a tin sheet and uh, uh, when we hired some freelancers, they came in and we spoke to them. It was a lovely chat and everything. We went out to a juice shop and bought him a juice and all. Next day, he didn't pick the call. Mm. He just left. He was very, he was so enthusiastic and he likes everything, liked everything. Whatever. Then we got to know the ambience. So now uh, to to get a people get people attracted or get people to get into a startup believe that this is going to work you need that presence you need that office you need that space and everything okay then we decided okay uh so freelancing so that's how freelancing works then we spoke a lot of product companies so when we try to sp speak with them before getting to know about the product or 
tech. They were just demanding money, right? They were not even discussing that what we want to build or what we want to use. Uh, they were not really ready for it. It's a package, a package, a package, a package. Then when we, myself and Vishwa was discussing, then really had like different thought of tech to get involved. So we have a lot of open sources. We have a lot of lot and lots of platform available. And we really wanted to explore each and everything to build an amazing product, right? It's not like something, it's not a tool. It is like, it, it consists of a lot of things. When I explain you about product features, you'll get to know what other things we have. We really, really wanted to explore. We got to know like, okay, this, this is big and okay so let's build it so before building what to do validate we started validating and got to know okay these are the problems that we have so if we have we should have good talent good people then we can get a good product it is not like only founders search and founders of thought and we can sit and build no it is not possible right so we went and approach and went and see the market and we got to know and the people were ready and welcoming the product and they were ready to fund so that's how the whole journey journey started and we raised the funds and yeah okay. now we are like 22 plus team on roll and building it uh so you spoke about product features tell us what what are the different features you have like one of the features you already mentioned automating the chargeback system what else you have and what are the future goals because this is one problem you're solving but one day you'll solve it for all the banks. What what next? Okay. So see, see this area itself is so big, right? For example, uh, India itself has like more than 2,000 to 3,000 banks. Okay. And every bank, so whoever there in payments, whoever there process payment, they have this problem. So for sure, to solve like 100 banks, it will take quite a lot of time. And since it is a global product, solving this itself is a big problem. And if you ask me about the roadmap, and to be very sure, we have still that paper till 2025, what 2045, what we want to do. Right? Next, next programs. But it will get updated based on the market requirement. Of course, where we want to work, we want to explore blockchain, we wanted to explore remittance, we wanted to explore like there are different areas. It's not like end of the day, our main thing is like back end of banks. So it should be something. Uh, that elevate the bank's operations or enhance the bank's backend to handle the latest take or something, right? So product features. Um, so as I told you, so if a customer wants to raise a dispute, right? So basically it connects to the CRM or the, uh, the customer supports enter into a complaint portal or whatever it is. So at present, what they do is like, they just get the details, customer details and try to create something. A manual presence is required to validate that. Right? Mm -hmm. We are getting in an AI, and before AI, I'll come. We are we have we have a workflow engine. We have a business rule set, or we have a core rule set there. Whereas once you raise select a transaction based on the transaction, for example, it is a card present environment or card not present. Whether it is in commercial online banking or non-online banking, whether it is card payment or UPA payment. So by fetching these details, questions will be automatically populated based on the network requirement. So there is a rule engine which will automate the scenarios, which I've told you earlier. 
next when it comes to a case management so for example as a present for example a big bank is having around 50 to 100 analyst team to handle disputes and there is a manager sitting and assigning the cases um assign the cases to people like for example like managers to be okay wait case so these are the cases we have received 100 cases today 1000 cases today and we are manually assigning to each and every people that's so i have built an a model which will automatically assign the cases based on people's skill set people's availability people's competency everything so it's simple once the case comes for example i'm i'm good at chargeback you're good at arbitration based on your skill set the case will get assigned so we have built an AI model there. So that, that's other feature. When you see about communication channel, we also, we have integrated even WhatsApp. For example, if there is a small merchant who's using an UPI, he's unable to respond through an email or something. You always get to call and respond back. But if you see like if a person is having UPI, most of the people have WhatsApp in their phone. So even through WhatsApp, they can respond back to a chargeback. If a bank or PG is willing to do that right if they want to reject they can reject and capture a invoice picture and they can send it back where the product is capable to uh, get that form or image or whatever it is process it and give the response to the network automatically right and when i am say was saying about ai we are actually building an analyst for example um you you have a dispute on an amazon purchase or something and you have to provide a document for uh, the consumer dispute right so once you upload the document the ai in the product will analyze the document check the parameters and it will validate based on the rules engine and it will automatically capture the document and file it in the network without any manual presence so um there are like a lot of people involved and uh, they banks are able to utilize their manpower properly in the segment so we'll sit with them and we are helping them with the product to reduce the manforce and use them effectively with the system behind that's what we are doing but my final question uh you, you have told us about the pain points the problem statement the solution how you are solving it. now tell us what is the current traction we have as a venture uh, like how many banks are working with us what's the average ticket size how much revenue etc so yeah i'm coming to it so in india when we spoke our investors are fintech uh founders and uh so when we spoke to them what i got to heard is like a minimum sales cycle with the bank is like 10 months and the maximum cycle will take even four years right that's what that's what the people used to say so we started building in the month of august and we were ready with the mep one in the month of december for the upi module uh so our product name is like unified dispute management right so what we are trying to it's, it's resolution as a service for example it's a single platform which can handle upi which can handle cards which will handle fast tags which will handle any digital payment dispute so if bank is getting and suit they can have all products where it will handle everything it is not like that it can handle only upi it can handle only cards right so that's the thing which we are focusing as a vertical SaaS or something um so we are in talks with top banks so one bank we are already in a stage of like we will be getting into poc so other banks the other bank the poc call has been initiated 
so other banks we are in initial discussion phase like almost like three to four banks almost five banks we are in talks with so and we are closely working with networks so one of the network have shown interest uh, in a product i really don't want to disclose the network's name but i can tell but i don't want to disclose until unless uh, things are very sure so they like the product because they know that is a big pain point here because for every what the globally says like for every one dollar of dispute the amount spent is like 1.5 dollars okay so if you ask me about the ticket size so what we heard or when we spoke with a lot of bankers and research teams the overhead expense excluding the network charges it costs around 400 to 500 rupees per dispute mm -hmm. though it is like 10 rupees dispute or 100 rupees dispute so the cost because there's a customer support involved that is an uh, dispute analyst involved there is a process involved there are a lot of tools the banks are using to um automate it or try to build it or try to file it whatever it is so mm -hmm. we are trying to reduce almost like one fourth of the cost per dispute that's what if you see and globally if you ask every development they spend easily around eight to ten million dollars if that is a big bank and for year on year support they spend almost around two to three million dollars and i would say like we will try to reduce like one third of the price which they spend yearly as a product complete where since it is a SaaS, we'll give the product and we will support them completely technically as well as any regulatory approach like any regulatory approach any compliance approach like for example any update from the rbi any update from visa mastercard rupee we will do it as a patch in our product so so they can just sit and relax no need to worry about any compliance update and we'll we'll make sure that is updated uh, before the timeline ends that's it well on this note we have uh, come to the uh, closing uh, part of the session thanks for joining us uh, mr pravin it was a pleasure to have you on our platform and our best wishes for backspace tech thank you thank you thank you Bria. it was lovely talking to you thank same you. as well thank you Thank you.